You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Joan Nan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So what is happening, everybody? I hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and an even more phenomenal week so far. And I cannot believe that it's already been a week since our episode number 300 last week. 301 is now going to be in the books, y'all. And, um... You know, it just goes to show how fast life is literally flying by. And not only that, but also how fast this whole year has been going by. I cannot believe that we only have a few weeks left until the end of 2022. Uh, personally, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like the the pandemic really messed up my perception of time. So mentally for me, I'm just going to stuck um, in like like circa early 2020 still it does not feel like um two years has have already passed since then and um i don't know my spirits are still (laughs) you know from from way back in the day um but yeah we're gonna be starting the year 2023 very very soon i hope it's going to be a year filled with prosperity and health and good vibes for everyone um and yeah i'm really really excited for this new year you know not just in terms of uh uh, all the stuff that are going to be brought to us in the world of combat sports but also in terms of life and you know just like a new beginning it's just so refreshing and um it, it it just motivates you to you know, if you if you don't like something about how uh, you're living your life currently, you can change it up. Th- like it's just the best opportunity for you to change whatever you want and uh, just get it get a fresh start at everything that you want. So that's why I always love New Year's. But hey, we're still a couple of weeks away. Um, but I don't know why I'm already so excited. I think it's because so this week is technically going to be my last uh, working week uh, for the next couple weeks. I'm technically supposed to be off. We'll see how accurate that that will be, though, um, considering that, you know, hashtag the grad student life and the fact that um, so, like some form of work always some it's just comes up out of the blue and uh it just do be like that sometimes in 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 the grad school life but uh i really do want to take the approach of really trying to manually manage that work-life balance and actually taking the next two weeks off to the best of my ability so that i can refresh and uh reset before january 2023 but yeah, I'm super excited about that. Um, what else? I oh, also disclaimer: we are recording this kind of early in the morning before your girl is uh, headed over to the lab. So if you if you see any uh, blanking happening here, it's because my brain is still trying to wake up. And also, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like this is so. Like, I feel like the circuit there, there has to be a circadian rhythm to doing TKO 
personally, I feel like it would be best if I do it in the evenings because, you know, I've already had a full day at work and then I, I come home to the quote unquote home studio and sit down and do TKOs like, you know, ending the day with a bang kind of thing. But now it's like starting the day with a bang, but also, you know, you got to get the, the brain and just, uh, just warmed up. You know what I mean? Just like get yourself in that hype mode before you get started with the show. But nonetheless, always so excited to sit down and record TKO. Um, and I feel like since the days that I started doing TKO in the morning, it just honestly almost always makes my day. So uh, I hope everybody's been doing well so far. Y'all, there's been so much happening in the world of Combat Force over the past week. Okay, also, before I get started with uh, <laughs> what we have lined up to talk about for today... There was this thing that I wanted to talk about on our last episode, but I just, you know, we had so much going on, you know, with last episode being our episode number 300 and whatnot. So it totally uh, slipped off my mind to, to discuss. But um, I really want to talk about the fact that. Um, <laughs> so, OK, uh, I guess going back for, I don't know, a, a, a good few months. So we do have a TikTok page, okay? If you already do not know, TKO is uh, on TikTok. You can follow us at TKO underscore podcast. And we also have a, um, a page on Instagram uh, with the same username, for us to promote our content and our episodes. And then, you know, your girl, whenever she's in a fun mood, she makes uh, <laughs> fun TikToks, right? So I made a TikTok about, I think, like three weeks ago or something. I made a TikTok uh, about, and this was, mind you, this was right after the Hamza Chemaev win that he had recently in the UFC. This was right after that. Uh, or actually, excuse me, this was right after Alex Pereira's win in the UFC after he had won over Israel Adesanya and had become the new UFC middleweight champion. So this was right after uh, Pereira's win. And then, you know what? I was talking to a lot of my friends who are uh, really into MMA and also listening to different interviews and podcasts and then just chatting with family members. Y'all know how how uh, my dad is so into MMA. So I was just talking with a whole bunch of people and then uh, just, just taking in everybody's perspective on what's next potentially for Alex Pereira. And something that was really striking and interesting that kept coming up was how in the future, I mean, not saying as of right now, like immediately, it would not make sense to make this potential fight. But in the future, seeing how well things go for Alex Pereira and um, uh, I guess the conditional statement being that Hamza Chemaev. Uh, the absolute badass in the welterweight division right now, given that he also continues to perform as well in the future. If everything it, it goes well and the stars do align, I thought to myself, I said, you know what? You know what a perfect match would be in the future? If, if all those things that I just said would actually happen, I really do want to see a fight between Alex Pereira and Hamza Chemaev in the middleweight division. And I said to myself, you know what? Since I've been fantasizing about this fight so much, why not make a fun TikTok about it? <laughs> and you know what? I did exactly that. 
And I don't know if y'all are into the, the TikTok culture, but a few weeks and it's so interesting how fast uh, everything on TikTok evolves. For example, um, OK, so I'll actually backtrack a little bit in case you don't know how TikTok works. So usually how things go viral is by using the same background songs or you know music and then you doing some sort of a creative uh, thing in your video and then you post it and then whoever uses the same uh, sound bits or, or like the background music it all gets stored in a in a certain like area of the TikTok cloud if you will and then if you click on that sound you can see all the videos uh, that were made using those sounds and also conversely with the hashtags that you use. So like if I do hashtag MMA, hashtag UFC, whatever, though my video would get sent to that part of the cloud that um, has all the videos that include that hashtag MMA, hashtag UFC thing, right? So I hope that made sense. Um, <laughs> so what I did was uh, I actually made a TikTok uh about that potential Hamza Chemayev and Alex Pereira fight being that dream match and I used this uh soundbite uh and again going into pop culture right now <laughs> um <laughs> I used the soundbite uh the 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 uh, Negroni Spagliato soundbite if you know which one I'm talking about uh, so it's it, it used to be a very iconic soundbite even until like about a month ago. It's not as popular anymore because like I said, the TikTok uh, culture just kind of evolves and the sounds that people use just change almost on the daily. But this was the 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 sound um, and the uh, the dub smash, if you will, that people were using a lot at the time. And I said, you know what? I'm just gonna jump on this wagon, and then I'm gonna throw my content out there. You know, fingers crossed. We'll see how things go. My intention was not to have it go viral. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. My intention was to just you know put this uh, fight idea out there and see what people's perspectives are, but not for it to go viral. You know what I mean? Anyway, so I made the TikTok, I put it on TikTok, I put it on Instagram uh, Reels, and <laughs> your girl is becoming viral. Uh, that video has hit so many views, so many likes from across the world, and oh my goodness, uh, what I was not expecting is actually happening with this uh, video that I posted because I'm getting so many members of the... <laughs> of the MMA community commenting on my post. And you know what's interesting? What's interesting is that about two weeks ago, when I freshly posted this uh, this uh, video, a lot of people, a lot of people were hating on the, on the fight idea that I had between Pereira and Hamza Chemayev. They said, I mean, and also, you know what? I'm going to keep it PG on this uh, episode. But paraphrasing some of the things that they said, they said, this is going to be a very crappy fight. Uh, and they were like, are you kidding me? Like, that's that's your like uh, dream fight. So anyways, people really went off in, in the comment section, especially in the in the uh, like the first little while that I posted that video. 
Um, and I was like, you know what? Keep them coming. You know, I just want to see people's perspectives. <laughs> and also, I'm not going to lie. It was actually kind of high key entertaining <laughs> to see what was going on. And then you would also see people going off against each other if they disagreed with each other in the comment section. I was like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe this is happening under my post here. But um, OK, so this is OK. Listen, your girl, you, you need to start calling me Mystic Janan. And why is that? I'll tell you exactly why. So when I first said that thing uh, about Hamza Chimaya potentially fighting off against Alex Pereira, that was just my opinion. I was like, you know what? If it happens, great. But I would love to see this fight happen. But mind you, about a week after, rumors were floating around saying that Hamza Chimaev has actually stated that he is interested in fighting against Alex Pereira. And oh boy, this was when the video took off and everybody started viewing it and it just like started blowing up. And I said, you know what? When I say something, you know, having done TKO for the past, how many years has it been? Like six years? Us doing our episode number 301, your girl knows what she's talking about. Even if I if I say a fight is my dream fight, you know, I know what I'm talking about. I'm coming from a, a, a place of reason and ration. Like, come on, come on, just just trust me on this. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> so that happens. Uh, the video blew up because Hamza somehow. I, you know what? I really wonder if either Hamza Chemaev or Alex Pereira actually came, came across this video. Um, and that had something to do with uh, the announcements that were put out there. Uh, you know what? The MMA community is pretty vast. So I don't know if it did get out to them. But you never know with social media. Um, when things start to blow up and go viral, anything can happen. So anywho... Um, <laughs> I don't know uh, if they were already thinking about it or not, but they said that they were both interested in making this fight happen. And our video is still uh, getting a lot of attention. <laughs> so that was something that I really wanted to bring up on the show. Uh, because first of all, you know, just, just to talk about how uh, things uh, started to, to unfold in the beginning when I first posted that video and how it continues to unfold as of right now. So in the beginning, we got a lot of like weird comments that were like, what is this fight even? And then when uh, the fighters actually themselves were like, yeah, you know what? I'd be interested to have this fight. Then people were like, mm, Janan was saying something right. So <laughs> that's what's been up. And also I want to give a huge shout out to every single person who has commented under that video. Uh, I know your intentions come from a good place, but it's just oh, it's just been so entertaining seeing everybody's comment and just people re literally having such philosophical debates under this post. Uh, anyway, so if you haven't checked it out already, you can see this uh, Instagram reel on our Instagram page at TKO underscore podcast. Or if you're more into TikTok, you can also view it on our TikTok under the same uh, username. Uh, if you have any other comments, let us know in the comment section or if you want to potentially duet the video or stitch it, let me know. Um, I'll be happy to to do those sort of uh, collaborations as well. But that's what's been up uh, over the past little while. Um, and it's been pretty entertaining so far. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's what's been up. So that's something that I wanted to talk about today. But also, more importantly, y'all, uh, so much has happened over the past weekend. 
UFC 282 happens. And it really was controversial. It was really controversial because some of the decisions that were made were a little bit suspicious. Um, you know, even as even if you aren't a diehard MMA fan, I feel like some of the, the, the way that some of the fights actually unfolded, you could potentially make it like a very definitive decision about who won the fight and who didn't. But I feel like the way that uh, some of these fights were scored and actually judged, they were a little bit questionable. So disclaimer, <laughs> what is the disclaimer number? Like 1000 on this episode already, but disclaimer, um, I was actually at a birthday party when this fight card was happening. So I was only able to catch the main event of the evening between Jan Blokovic and Magomed Ankalaev. Um, shout out to my friend Karen, whose birthday was you rock champ. Um, but yeah, so I did not get to watch the whole um, fight card. I only watched the Ankalaev and Blokovic fight. But even that fight was uh, very controversial. So why was it controversial? In my opinion, when I sat down, the fight was just about to start. So I, I really sat down and paid attention to all the dynamics in the fight and how every person was fighting. In my opinion, it was a very close fight. I feel like Jan Blakovich, um started off very strongly and he was putting a lot of pressure on Magomed Ankalaev, but uh, overall, like gradually and eventually, Magomed Ankalaev, he started taking control over uh, the course of the fight. And if you look at the stats later, um, Magomed Ankalaev actually outstriked, if that's the word, outstriked uh, Blakovic by over 100 significant strikes, if not more, throughout the whole course of the fight. And also he had... Um, significant amount of octagon control in terms of um, uh, the, the timing that were being counted versus Blakovich. So he really did show to be dominant in this fight, even though the like he was still getting hit by Jan Blakovich, but he was not being affected uh, by the shots as much. And he still kept on coming forward and still put put a lot of pressure on uh, Jan Blakovich. So if you watch the fight from the beginning to the end, you could have easily scored the fight um, in, in a definitive way. Like, yeah, there were a lot of moments that you're like, okay, this is a very close fight because Ankalaev's hitting Blokovich and Blokovich is also conversely hitting Ankalaev. And it's just like, it's such a good fight. It's such a close fight. But then at the end of it, at the end of the rounds, you can still give certain fights to Magomed Ankalaev. Having said that, though, like I said, it was a pretty close fight. It was a pretty good fight, too. But the way that the fight was um, uh, actually judged, uh, if you already don't know, this fight was declared a split draw because one judge gave it to uh, Blokovic, another one gave it to Ankulayev, and the last one scored it a draw. So nobody really won that fight. Although, you know... Um, it's not just me saying this. A lot of people in the MMA community also agree with me. Magomed Ankalaev did enough to win this fight through uh, a decision win. And a lot of people's opinions, including my own. 
So when this fight was declared a draw, everybody was just like surprised. Um, even Jan Blokovic, if you go back to uh, when they're both uh, standing by the referee and waiting for one of their hands to be raised as the winner, Jan Blokovic is actually pointing to Ankalaev, kind of like, you know, he he's in his mind, he's already... Um, uh, you know, come to the conclusion that Ankalaev's probably gonna win this fight, and he's just kind of like giving him credit, just like pointing at him. He's like, you know, he'd a, he'd a good kind of thing. So even Blakovich was uh, surprised by the decision, and Ankalaev, as you can imagine, and as you saw probably in the post fight in, in the post fight um uh, scene, he was very upset by the decision. And so when, because especially this was for the vacant uh, light heavyweight championship belt. And so whoever would win this fight would become the new light heavyweight champion at the UFC. But because it was a draw, nobody really won it. And the belt remains vacant. So that sucks. And if you go back and closely watch the post-fight um, uh, scene again, Blokovic and Ankalaev kind of agree with each other that they want to potentially have a rematch um, to, to really settle the dispute this time around, right? Which makes a lot of sense. Usually, I mean, it makes the most sense when you have a draw decision and for the rematch to happen as soon as possible. However, in the, in the post-fight co uh, press conference that was held, Dana White, the president of the UFC, first of all, he was incredibly upset over whatever was going on, um, I feel, I mean, actually, it makes sense because the fight was declared a draw. And, you know, it's just like it messes up a lot of stuff in terms of uh, odd making and betting and stuff, you know, people losing and winning money. And just all the behind the scene uh, drama that, go that goes on in uh, professional sports like this. Uh, so Dana White looked vividly upset in the post-fight press conference and... Uh, you know what? It was really interesting because uh, one of the uh, reporters actually asked him if um, uh, if uh, the the rematch fight was actually going to happen um, immediately for the light heavyweight uh, championship belts between Ankalaev and Blokovich once again. However, what Dana White said was that no, I will. I'm not interested in having this fight. The next fight that makes sense to have for the light heavyweight championship belt is to have it between the former champion Glover Teixeira and uh, the top contender in this division, Jamal Hill. And everybody was just like, what is going on? Like, that makes no sense. Especially when you see top performances by people like Blokovich and Ankalaev. Even though, even though Ankalaev was more dominant in that fight, you know, you would expect at least one of those guys being the next opponent for Glover Teixeira. You know, hats off to Glover Teixeira. He is such a dominant um, uh, MMA fighter in this weight division. He's a true veteran uh, of the sport, you know, the former champion. He deserves, uh, he, he did something right when he became the champion at the time, right? But for Dana White to just, just bluntly go, no, it, he's going to be fighting off against Jamal Hill. Everybody was just like, okay, I mean, you know, Jamal Hill is pretty good, but it just doesn't make sense matchup-wise, especially after this fight that you just had between these two titans in the light heavyweight division. You know what I mean? So what what is next for Jan Blokovich? What is next for, for um, uh, Magomed Ankalaev? Especially, especially for Magomed Ankalaev because of how dominant he was in this fight. 
But also, there's been a lot of rumors going around about how um, this everything surrounding this this whole uh, situation is also um, political. Uh, as you may know, Magomed Ankalaev is from Russia, and um, I'm not confirming anything through this episode, but there has been a lot of talk saying that there are some political reasons as to why um, the UFC is kind of reluct- reluctant. Oh my God, as you can tell, um, <laughs> I started, my brain was like, uh, honey, it's still early in the morning and your coffee hasn't kicked in yet. <laughs> but um, uh, the UFC is really reluctant to have uh, Mahmoud Ankulayev have these uh, top level fights once again in the UFC, potentially because of these political reasons, which absolutely sucks because we know how good of a fighter Magomed is he just like he's so good in in the light heavyweight division he's arguably one of the toppest guys out there and one of the toppest guys who's ever fought in the light heavyweight division and here here we have the main organization making such determining decisions that is really potentially going to ruin someone's career so you know what it is pretty concerning and I feel like, um, you know, you being just just one step away from the championship belts, you know, you had it, you know, you de- definitively won the fight. And then it's just like, you know, because of some of the behind the scenes stuff going on, they just took that away from you. And now they're taking away potential future opportunities from you. What does that tell you? You know, so I feel like, uh, you know, personally. I have a lot of respect for Magomed Ankalaev as uh, the the hardworking, talented MMA fighter that he is, and uh, I feel like if this continues to 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 go on over time with him and the UFC, he needs to sit down with his team and make a decision that's best for him and his camp. Potentially leave the UFC, find better contracts, better organizations to collaborate with and um, uh, continue his career that way because from how everything is happening you know he he had the belt literally in his hand but it was just taken away from him for whatever reason and uh it was pretty fishy i'm not gonna lie the the way that the fight was um uh, actually scored and um again this is even more controversial right now because of all the the scandalous uh, bet- betting activities that have been reported in the UFC, you know, all the ongoing investigations that are currently happening with um, uh, the, the betting situation with James Krause and whatnot that we discussed in our previous episode. All of that is, you know, just just the timing of things and the coincidences. They're, they're a little bit, you know, fishy with everything. And also, even more suspicious, I mean, not me trying to pull a TMZ sports here, but uh, <laughs> um, in the post-fight press conference that Dana White was uh, talking at, another reporter actually asked him about the, the ongoing uh, betting investigations and, and whatnot, and Dana White yelled, outright yelled at this reporter, uh, very upset, incredibly upset, um, which I get. Like, you know, you don't want... UFC is pretty big, as we all know, and for it to be in such a jeopardized uh, situation and position, it sucks for, <laughs> you know, the, the 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 big man at the organization, Dana White. So I understand why he's upset, but also, you know, with everything going on, it's just the timing of things is a little bit off and something feels a little bit off and fishy here. 
But as things develop, I will definitely keep you guys updated in that regard. Nonetheless, shout out to both fighters, Blakovich and Ankalaya, for having such a pr amazing performance on Saturday night. And I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also download our episodes at Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And until next time, it's your girl Jen Nan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Yeah.